Hello everyone, and thank you for joining us for DRC Mining Week Online today. My name is Laura Cornish. I'm the Editor-in-Chief of Mining Review Africa and the Head of Content for Clarion Events Africa Mining. Unfortunately, we weren't able to meet in person in Lubumbashi at our expected June date for the iconic DRC Mining Week event, but it's not entirely bad news. It simply meant we've had to postpone the physical gathering to the 5th and 6th of October, dates at which we are optimistic can take place safely. But in the meantime, we've been busy, engaging the market, creating new content, and evolving to a better digital platform that will serve as our meeting place for the upcoming two days and beyond. I say and beyond because the platform you are on today, Minet Africa Connect, will remain open all year round. You will have access not only to DRC Mining Week sessions and attendees, but to also watch the content and connect with the communities of our partner brands, Africa Mining Forum, Mining Review Africa, and Nigeria Mining Week, creating a content-wide network of mining professionals beyond borders. I'd like to give thanks to the Ministry of Mines and to the Chamber of Mines for their continued support, as well as thank our sponsors that have together greatly participated in the success of this initiative. With a very special mention for Standard Bank, who is our headline sponsor for the opening session and a long-standing partner of the event, on and offline. I hope you find these two days useful, insightful and engaging. And to help you with that, I'd like to share a few tips to make the most of your participation. Firstly, this platform is made for interactions and discussions. So I strongly encourage you to drop us a hello or a bonjour on the session chat, which you will find on the right-hand side of your screen. Send your questions and comments there and keep the conversation going. Secondly, don't forget to take a tour of our online exhibition and to engage with our sponsors and exhibitors on their company profiles. There are exciting product videos, innovative technology presentations, and you have the possibility to ask your questions to their staff and even request online meetings on the platform. Lastly, if you encounter any difficulty or need assistance navigating the platform, the help desk button on the top of your screen will connect you to our technical team, ready to help. And now, without further ado, let's officially launch DRC Mining Week Online 2021 with this session. Ladies and gentlemen, distinguished guests, the holding of this event, GRC Mining Week Online 2021 edition, gives me the opportunity to fulfill a pleasant duty. That of paying my most humble respects to His Excellency Félix Antoine Chisekedi Chilombo, President of the Democratic Republic of Congo, Head of State, for the efforts that he has continuously shown in order to bring back peace to all areas of our national territory and to improve the business climate in DRC, most particularly in the mining sector. This peace indeed constitutes one of the conditions to the correct application of the government's program in the mining sector, driver of economic growth and in turn of the development of the Democratic Republic of Congo. I also address my respects to His Excellency, Mr. The Prime Minister, Head of Government, giving the best of himself to implement 
concrete actions in line with the president's vision. I also wish to thank the organizers of this forum for giving me the chance to address the audience during this opening session. Ladies and gentlemen, distinguished guests, the theme that was given to me is reassuring the local economic stakeholders and the international investors of the viability of the mining sector in the DRC. In order for me to meet the expectations of the organizers of this session, my speech will be focused on the Congolese mining regulations and on the investment opportunities in the Democratic Republic of Congo. Ladies and gentlemen, distinguished guests, there is no need to remind you that as of today, the mining sector is regulated by Act Number 007-2002 of June 11, 2002, Mining Code amended and completed by Act 18001 of March 9, 2018, and its application measures present in the Decree Number 038-2003 of March 26, 2003, Mining Regulation Amended and Completed by Act 18.024 of the 8th of June 2018. Without forgetting multiple interministerial and ministerial rulings taken in accordance with those texts. The work of putting together the mining regulations saw the active involvement of all stakeholders, including the government, civil society, and mining companies duly represented by the Chamber of Mines from the Fédération des Entreprises du Congo, also known as FEC. As a result, the law regulating the Congolese mining sector is an emanation of all of us. These legal instruments offer to all mining investors, local and international, many benefits as they encompass attractive measures such as the implementation of processes that are fast, objective, and transparent for granting or renewing mining and quarry rights, along with the establishment of a fiscal, custom, and currency exchange regime that is competitive and specific to the mining sector. Ladies and gentlemen, distinguished guests, as we are all aware, the resources of the Democratic Republic of Congo present mining potential along a diversified range of minerals, grouped in different subsectors, including copper cobalt subsector, with estimated resources for copper of 75 million tons, cobalt about 6 million tons, and zinc about 7 million tons. The gold subsector with estimated resources of gold of more or less 750 tons. The diamond subsector with resources estimated at about 700 million carats. The tin subsector with estimated cassiterite resources of 800,000 tons. 30 million tons of coltan, 
and 400 million tons of wolframite. The iron manganese subsector with estimated resources of 10 billion tons of iron and 30 million tons of manganese. This is without mentioning the other mineral resources such as bauxite, phosphate, lithium, nickel, terror, and others. Ladies and gentlemen, distinguished guests, overall, my ministry's political agenda is based on the following key pillars. First, the certification of mineral resources. Second, the valuation of mining assets in our country. Third, the fight against fraud in the sector. Fourth, eradication of child and pregnant women labor in artisanal mining sites. Lastly and fifth, the local value addition to our mining products. Indeed, it is the vision of His Excellency, Mr. President and Head of State, to see our mining products transform locally in order to allow for the country and its citizens to live decently off of the riches of its soil. A good and certified value added to our mining products will most probably lead the Democratic Republic of Congo to sign mutually beneficial deals with commercial partners, private or public, to reach an effective socio-economic development. That is why, according to Annex 15 of the Mining Code, they would need, before anything else, an evaluation of our exploitable mineral resources in accordance with international standards, and this through updating feasibility studies. As mentioned previously, the fight against mining fraud and the eradication of child and pregnant women labor in artisanal mining zones are also my priority. So that on one hand, the Democratic Republic of Congo gets back a part of the revenue from its mining resources, and on the other hand, for our country not to be on the sidelines and blamed by the international community for the work of these children and pregnant women in artisanal mining zones. Ladies and gentlemen, distinguished guests, the Democratic Republic of Congo remains a favorable destination for various investments, both for the operators and for the communities around the mining projects. The government of the Democratic Republic of Congo is committed to establishing safety at all levels and to better the business climate in the country, not only through cooperation between all stakeholders, but also through bilateral relationship with neighboring countries and through the active participation of the Democratic Republic of Congo to international, regional, and sub-regional organizations and initiatives such as OHADA, Kimberley Process, SADEC, COMESA, CEAC, and others.
As for me, I urge mining operators that have chosen the Democratic Republic of Congo for their businesses to respect the laws in place, in particular with regards to their commitment to the local communities affected by their projects. Ladies and gentlemen, distinguished guests, as you have noticed throughout my speech, I have demonstrated that the Democratic Republic of Congo offers a wide array of investment opportunities in the mining sector. Therefore, I invite all investors to exploit these opportunities and this as part of a mutually beneficial partnership. Long live the Democratic Republic of Congo. Long live the Ministry of Mines. Thank you. Good morning all. Uh, thank you for joining us uh, on this uh, 14th of June uh, for the opening session of the DRC Mining Week. We have uh, the honor to welcome uh, Louis Vatum, uh, who is the chair of the Chamber of Mine in the DRC, and uh, Mary Gabrielle Carlinga OPC, who is uh, the second in charge of uh, Standard Bank in uh, DRC. So we have chosen to to have uh, the theme, uh, uh, the annotation of the investment in DRC, an incorrect perception. Therefore, all that uh, went uh, from uh, an annual uh, survey from the Fraser Institute on the mining companies in 2020, which continues to underline the fact that uh, the mining, mining industry in terms of uh, investment in the DRC is uh, relatively uh, negative. Is that uh, perception uh, correct? Uh, during this uh, online session, we are going to see on this first part uh, with uh, our two uh, invitees uh, what they think about it and uh, how uh, we can uh, strengthen and rebuild uh, uh, this uh, investment destination which uh, normally should be a, 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 a prime place. To start the discussion, uh, I would like to have uh, from the two of you, uh, and of course, uh, I will let uh, Madame start. Uh, I would like to have uh, your feeling uh, after the survey uh, uh, of uh, uh, the Fraser Institute. Well, thanks. Thank you. In fact, the report is... Uh, laying problems that are generally perceived by investors when uh, it uh, comes to selection of destinations in order to place the investment. We understand that uh, as far as we're concerned today, the mining sector is a sector that requires uh, huge means uh, in order to start operations. Therefore, uh, these are decisions that are taken generally after uh, a substantial reflection. Uh, risk are evaluated in line with uh, the return that uh, is going to be possible uh, in terms of the choice of destination. So the criteria that were taken in this report shows sufficiently that uh, the, perception, the perception of risk of the destination uh, uh, counts substantially in the decision making. So in summary, that's what I can say. Well, and uh, Louis Vatum, what do you think? Yes, uh, what I'd like to say is that uh, this report, I read it. It is a report that uh, I read every year. 
and uh, it is uh, said that uh, we remain uh, on the negative uh, side uh, and for the same reason as if uh, we are not progressing at all uh, for to render our country more attractive but it is a report uh, that uh, we need uh, to understand properly and uh, to perceive the properly the message behind this report because the methodology to uh, run this report uh, the survey uh, 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 contact all the stakeholders that have an interest uh, whether direct or indirect to invest in a country in a, a particular destination Uh, therefore, a country such as the DRC with uh, the exceptional minerals that we have uh, to have a negative code like that, uh, it simply means that uh, people will go with their money toward uh, destinations uh, that uh, have uh, very inferior uh, mineral resource, resources than us. Uh, so it is a lack of opportunity for investments in uh, our country. And uh, I... I understand uh, I understand uh, the negative note because uh, it is a little bit uh, what we never cease to say here in the country we can do way better with what we have uh, it is not normal for instance that uh, uh, countries in the west of africa uh, uh, in aggregate uh, such as uh, uh, mali senegal and uh, others uh, on a square kilometer attract more dollars for investment than our country. That doesn't make sense because we cannot compare ourselves to those countries with all the respect that I, that I owe them. But uh, uh, that, is a re that is a proof that our destination is uh, scary and the people are scared to come and invest in DRC. So that's what I can say uh, as a start. Well, thank you. So uh, I am uh, chairing this session, but uh, I am also... I am attentive to the industry, especially in the DRC that I have started knowing a little bit after 12 years of directing the mining business magazine. What is important uh, talking about methodology, if you look properly, uh, there was a 2,200 uh, uh, sent a message to a captain of the industry in the whole world. And out of all that, uh, there were only 66 responses. So maybe on DRC, there were only maybe two or three responses. And that is where uh, the report is uh, somehow biased because we don't know who responded. But uh, uh, you just have to have a negative report of three companies and that will impact the whole vision of a country. And that's what we were saying uh, some way uh, the country needs uh, to take in, in hand uh, its own communication and its image. So... In Marie Gabrielle, uh, to come back uh, to the position of uh, Standard Bank, uh, what is your proposition uh, on uh, the mining exploitation in DRC for your for investors, and uh, how? What are your recommendations uh, to improve this uh, appearance? Well, maybe I am going to the context of the mining sector it is true that uh, generally it's uh, six banks that can uh, offer them uh, traditional services uh, meaning uh, collect of uh, uh, deposited uh, to put in place uh, the means of payment uh, to ensure that uh, we support them uh, with uh, means of payment uh, digitals and so on and and avail uh, liquidity to them but beyond all that uh, the mining sector uh, I have a substantial need uh, for capitals or to cover different phases of their activities. So for that, they need banks that can accompany them and uh, supply them with uh, services, provide them with uh, services uh, uh, and means of covering uh, uh, 
So for Standard Bank, uh, with the experience that we have uh, being part of a group uh, that uh, is uh, driven uh, in the mining sector as well as other sectors, we are a, cho- a choice partner in DRC. We have the, 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 the skills and the capacity to respond to the needs of uh, mining companies. So therefore, what we do in DRC, we accompany them, it is true, uh, uh, for many other facilities uh, in short term, but also in the stru- uh, structuring of uh, facilities and to, impl- to implement uh, uh, funding lines uh, that goes from middle to long terms uh, uh, to supply with uh, important funds that are required for this uh, extractive industries, we try to uh, re- remain uh, despite our appetite of risk. Uh and looking at uh, the uh, elementary uh, uh, regulations of the banking sector, the problem in DRC for investors is generally uh, the reading that they do for the uh, for the opportunity in terms of investment. As a banking institution, uh, we. We will look at, uh, for instance, uh, the structuring of uh, transactions uh, for these investors and these uh, industry captains uh, to consider the accompanying uh, of uh, agents, govern- government agencies for development, uh, which could cover insurance guarantees in order to enable uh, the mitigation of some uh, country risk that could be considered on DRC. So I think these initiatives uh, could be led uh, on a bigger scale than where we are now. There are some who were able to to put together some transactions like that uh, with uh, insurance covering for country risk. But I think that uh, these initiatives, uh, if we develop them a uh, uh, little bit uh, at the higher scale, uh, can uh, give us the growth that we desire. Well, thank you. Uh, can you uh, develop to us uh, this uh, story of insurances? Uh, do you think wh- What kind of insurance are you thinking about? They are insurances uh, of, uh, I will give some examples. Uh, we take, for instance, uh, the Japanese government uh, has uh, a system that uh, uh, supports uh, Japanese investors uh, who would like to invest uh, in destinations that are considered uh, high-risk uh, destinations, uh, putting in place a mechanism that covers the country risk. So it is that kind of insurance uh, like uh, Nixie and others that uh, investors uh, could uh, claim from the government. Well, Mr. Louis Vatum, what are a According to you, the short-term measures that would allow us to attract more direct investment in DRC. Uh, before I answer the question, I'd like to come back to what uh, Marie Gabrielle just said uh, concerning the capacity to fund uh, uh, up to three hundred million, uh, or generally the capacity to accompany money investments. I think it is a very good thing, but uh, I would wish uh, to see our banks. Uh, to go a little bit uh, beyond uh, beyond uh, what they do. I, I understand the cautionary approach that banks have in terms of risk, but I think that uh, there is uh, great opportunities that banks can seize if they could uh, say to themselves in terms of uh, risk management uh, to look at every case uh, specifically and see those who have uh, proven uh, the case. Because uh, an, entrepreneur, an, an entrepreneur who's dynamic, who have uh, proven the concept, and uh, when he, f- he knocks at your door, it is very difficult to, for you to ask him for collateral to uh, give him funding. And uh, sometimes uh, they are blocked by things like that. Uh, so I think uh, they have to have a more entrepreneurial approach and uh, manage things differently to get closer to client and see what can be done. 
It's just an observation because uh, I am uh, on the side of those who give orders and I see how the lack of uh, access to capitals and the fundings uh, prevent uh, some of our entrepreneurs to strengthen their capacity. So to answer to your question, uh, Olivier, I think that uh, in a short term, uh, we really need, uh, our country really need uh, to reassure investors. Uh, to establish uh, a, regulation, uh, a regulatory framework uh, which is transparent and stable because the characteristics of uh, mining investment is uh, a very big investment, just like Marie Gabriel said just now, but it is also investment that are paid back uh, uh, in the middle to long term. It goes uh, up to from 10 to 15, sometimes more, uh, without uh, uh, ignoring uh, the political changes and the economic risk. Uh, so with all that, uh, the investment, uh, the investor uh, need to be be reassured at all time. What we see in our country is that, unfortunately, it is true, the government uh, uh, maybe doesn't find uh, 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 its benefits. Uh, that's why they, they discuss and they rediscuss uh, the clause and the contract, uh, even the guarantees of uh, stability that were offered. So I think that uh, in the short term, we need to look at that aspect in order to improve uh, the regulatory framework and uh, make it reassuring. Now, there is also... Uh, the strengthening of the capacity of the mining administration. I think it is very important that we have an administration that is really up to the challenge. It is a great mining country, the DRC, and sometimes uh, we have uh, great uh, worries with the administration that doesn't always follow what we do. And uh, I have really, I'm really uh, supporting the uh, sharing program between uh, those of uh, the administration uh, and uh, the mining operators so that uh, they can see what each other do so that there is uh, more understanding of what each other do. Uh, they, it, it will strengthen a climate that will reassure investors. And finally, uh, this is more uh, uh, middle and long term, we need to look at uh, the uh, shortage in uh, electricity and infrastructure. Look today, the Kamoa mining project, for instance, uh, is going to uh, sub to feed uh, the concentrator with uh, 6% of copper, while uh, in Chile, it's about 0.6%, uh, 10 times less in uh, copper content. But uh, the cost of uh, Copper produced is exactly the same between the two countries. What does that mean? It means that we are really inefficient in the way we are working. If you have 10 times more uh, uh, content, uh, you cannot uh, produce uh, at the same cost as the one who has 10% uh, less than you. So we need to look at uh, the uh, energy deficit, uh, infrastructure, road, and so on and so forth uh, in uh, railways. So that's what I would like to say which need to be done in order to attract investment in our country. Thank you. Uh, that is one thing. Uh, and uh, at the level of perception, do we have, uh, Louis, do you have the impression that uh, the government, uh, beyond uh, what we know about what's happening today uh, in the DRC, do you have the impression that uh, the government uh, is uh, doing the effort uh, to explain, to communicate? Uh, and uh, what is your opinion on that? I think on that uh, point of view, we all have a responsibility somewhere because we don't communicate enough. The government doesn't communicate enough. Us, the mining operators, we don't communicate enough as well. I never cease to say it enough uh, at the Chamber of Mines. I am uh, uh, implementing an initiative uh, with uh, 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 
ITA, the initiative uh, for transparency in the extraction industry, uh, so that uh, quarterly we can uh, publish uh, the figures, so that everybody may have an idea what uh, did the mining industry produce and how did they contribute to the economy of the country and what are the challenges and what solutions do we uh, recommend. We don't speak enough. There is a tripartite that should exist between the uh, op mining operators, government and civil society, but they don't manage to sit uh, together around one table with uh, a responsible language uh, where every stakeholder come to the table understanding that you don't only have the right but you also have uh, obligations that you need to, to, to stick to. So uh, from that uh, perspective, there's a lot of things that need to be done. Uh, thank you. I'm coming back to Marie-Gabrielle. Uh, Marie-Gabrielle, uh, it is very interesting to say what uh, Louis was saying about the role of the banks. According to you, how does... Uh, 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 capital market, uh, how could capital market improve? How can an installation of a financial, financial system which would enable, in fact, uh, to follow uh, the juniors uh, uh, could start in DRC? Uh, does uh, Standard Bank have ideas on that? Uh, uh, do you have an idea of doing that uh, in the bank associations? In fact, uh, what I can say is that uh, banks uh, has, a pro has different profiles. When we look at the members of the uh, Congolese Association of Banks, uh, we have banks that, have, that are part of uh, international financial groups. Uh, we have uh, Pan-African banks. Uh, we also have uh, local banks. So each one of these banks... Uh, as a, a credit uh, a management mechanism different uh, and uh, the, the drive to risk is different uh, according to the economy. So the effort that banks could maybe do depends on the different actors that we have uh, in, uh, in, in, in front of us. As we are speaking about the uh, mining sector, the banks in the uh, risk analysis, they need to consider not only the mining sector, but uh, as you said, uh, they need to consider the juniors as well, and also to go to the value chain. It is important that uh, we can better understand that uh, sector and uh, supply services that would be adapted to everyone. We understand, for instance, that uh, to fund uh, the value chain, we have a few issues uh, as a financial institution to appreciate the risk uh, in line with that sector because generally uh, it is about a, a company uh, that ha does not have the same type of governance uh, that than what is established uh, in the big uh, uh, mining group and uh, multinationals. So already we have uh, the, the duty to supply an offer that responds to the need of that sector uh, while uh, we are reassuring ourselves that uh, we are not taking uh, unnecessary risk. You will understand that a few years ago we had a lot of banks in the DRC that uh, 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 that went bankrupt because uh, they gave uh, credit facilities uh, to projects that were not uh, really uh, uh, exactly uh, bankable. So it is important for us to better understand the sector, to understand what are the risk factors that uh, we are facing and uh, see uh, put in place uh, facilities uh, or s funding structures that would be adapted to the needs of the value chain of the mining sector and uh, even uh, the juniors that are operating in that sector in the DRC. Well, thank you. Luis, uh, I'm coming back to Louis on the, the key role uh, 
of uh, the DRC in the uh, world uh, energy transition uh, uh, thanks to its cohorts. Uh, if you can uh, remind us uh, what is the share of uh, the DRC, uh, of the cohort in the DRC at the level of uh, uh, the uh, reserve. It's interesting for those who are following us. I would like to remind that uh, cobalt, uh, the copper was uh, at uh, uh, 10,700 US dollars uh, around the 10th of May. And uh, yesterday, the copper is at around uh, $9,840. And uh, the cobalt uh, was at uh, $42,500 the ton. So uh, I would like to know how does uh, DRC, how can DRC become uh, the major actor? And even more, I'd like to say, be able to use uh, these reserves and that production of cobalt to become absolutely uh, uh, an, the, the, the main player. You know, Olivier, uh, I define myself always uh, like uh, 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 a fundamentalist of uh, copper uh, in DRC. I am a fundamentalist of copper in the DRC. Why uh, copper of DRC? Uh, particularly because uh, it is uh, ecological, it is uh, very high in contents, and uh, I am not really a great fan of cobalt. Uh, I will tell you why, uh, because uh, cobalt uh, is, is a bulb that is going to explode. It was uh, about 100,000, it is at 40,000 now, it is going to go down, uh, and the reason is simple for cobalt. Uh, the, the negative perception that uh, the market have from DRC, which has uh, the most important reserves in cobalt, uh, uh, drove the true consumer of cobalt to invest uh, substantially in the applied uh, research uh, to find alternative to cobalt. And believe me, these alternatives are slowly but surely uh, is being established. The proof, uh, if you look today, uh, the last generation batteries, uh, the new generation, they consume less and less cobalt than before. And uh, this uh, trend will continue. We are, how, what is the percentage of uh, cobalt on a battery on the last generation to have an idea? I don't have the correct uh, figures, but I know that it decreases for by more than half. So it's to tell you that uh, we are going toward uh, a tendency to the drop uh, for the consumption of cobalt, while uh, for the copper, the way forward is completely different. You say the the copper is uh, fluctuating between uh, eight thousand and nine thousand uh, dollars. Actually, it's not just a super cycle that happens with uh, copper. It is the fundamental that uh, pushes copper there, and they will maintain it there. Uh, that just as I said, the copper will be maintained at that level. The reason again, uh, it is very obvious for me. The inflation, inflation politics uh, like the one that Trump was doing in the United States uh, are also applied uh, in Europe, in India, in China. Not really uh, China, though China is a new economy, but uh, old economies uh, with uh, the old infrastructures uh, at the level where they need to be renewed. And uh, they need to do it uh, in an ecological way. So the copper becomes very important in terms of consumption. We have to count as well uh, the fact that uh, most of uh, African states uh, are falling uh, into dictatorship uh, of uh, uh, Chinese. Uh, so uh, 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 more uh, infrastructures uh, are going to rise in Africa, funded by uh, China. So copper will be consumed substantially. So without even talking about uh, electrical vehicles, the consumption is going to rise like an hero. And uh, on the side of the offer, the offer will decrease because uh, the 
country ahead like uh, Chile and Peru are uh, are declining. Uh, the the content is declining, and uh, they launch uh, the biggest mines that they had. There is nothing left uh, in the pipelines for them. Uh, it is true, DRC play uh, in the uh, in among the biggest uh, with Camoa that uh, is coming into play, uh, but it's nothing. Uh, looking at the deficit of copper that is coming regarding the markets, uh, the price is going to be maintained. So what what we have to to do is DRC need to capital to optimize on this. Uh, we will never say it enough. Or we need to adopt the politic policies of uh, vertical integration. We need to demolish uh, uh, the 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 politic from pits to port uh, to take the minerals, uh, make uh, copper cathode, and then send it uh, to the closest uh, uh, port uh, to send it uh, in uh, overseas for treatment. Uh, those treatment need to be done here in the country. Simply. We need to bring that technology here in the country. We create employment here and we strengthen our economy here in the country. That is the first thing that needs to be done. But other thing that needs to be done, we need to ask ourselves a fundamental question. I have always said uh, the, the mining sector has a particularity compared to all other industries. You can uh, put together a show manufacturing uh, plant uh, and you can transfer it from father to son for generation to generation. But that is not the case with the mines. The mines, the day you start a mine, the day of the death of that mine is known already. The the mining, the death of that 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 company uh, is the day at which uh, uh, the, the the reserve will 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 be depleted, and uh, it is known that the mine is going to last uh, twenty years or thirty years. The true question we need to ask ourselves in the country is to know after these twenty years, thirty years, what is going to happen with that mean that mine? What is going to be left? Are we going to leave uh, 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 an empty, or are we going to leave uh, holes uh, be, uh, on the ground? That is the true question. What are we leaving as heritage? Uh, there is a, a debate in the tripartite that I referred to just now. We have a mint today. Uh, it will close in 30 years. What do we want to see there in 30 years in terms of infrastructures, in terms of uh, educational system, in terms of, ec of ecosystem that need to be created, the economic uh, diversification in that place. And that long trip of 30 years is starting today in uh, putting a step after the other. And that is the true debate that we need to have if we really want to benefit from what the copper and the cobalt uh, in a certain way is bringing to us. Thank you. So what is your opinion, uh, Marie-Gabrielle, uh, on uh, what we should do, in fact, uh, to render, to encourage uh, uh, economic growth uh, and new investment uh, in, even if uh, Luis uh, responded from his uh, opinion? What is uh, your, your opinion? Well, in terms of bank, we have uh, uh, obligations, regulation obligations uh, in terms of uh, 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 the, the, the drive for risk. So I think that we need uh, to have a banking sector where banks uh, have access to information that are necessary in order to support econo uh, economic operators. We have some uh, challenges in DRC uh, right now when we consider different uh, players, uh, uh, facilitators, uh, 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 endogenous, uh, uh, endogenous factor to the operator of the sector. For instance, I'll take uh, the value chain, for instance. We realize that uh, we have... As a financial institution, we have uh, some challenges to have information that are 
uh, that are viable when uh, economic operators come, when uh, the value chain of uh, the mining sector come to bank uh, to obtain uh, funding and uh, support. We have the capacity and uh, the will to accompany them, and, but, but uh, we have challenges that... Uh, are serious and that we need to address uh, uh, ahead. I was talking, for instance, about uh, the viability of uh, accounting information. Information that are presented to us do not respond to any any norm. We have sometimes a project that uh, uh, arrives to us that are long-term projects, but there is an absence of projections. So there is uh, maybe uh, an issue of, of uh, skills, or maybe an issue of support. Luis uh, spoke about it, but that uh, there is uh, an effort that needs to be uh, applied by all the stakeholders. Uh, so maybe the bank also, the state uh, need to support these uh, operators to give them the possibility to learn and to know how to present, for instance, uh, a business plan. We have uh, in some structures, uh, particularly in the value chain, uh, a lack of existence of uh, government uh, a disposition for governance. For instance, uh, uh, you can see that the general manager can have a, 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 a extremely high power. So all these factors uh, goes against our uh, uh, principles of management in terms of uh, credit. So in, in line with that, uh, we find ourselves uh, facing uh, some factors that don't allow us to support. So when we look at uh, the uh, outside factors uh, which depend on the macroeconomic uh, sector, we see, for instance, that uh, as commercial banks, despite our goodwill. Sometimes we are uh, unable to make our right uh, prevail as, a fun financial, uh, as a financiers. So at the public level, we need to improve uh, the process of uh, safety and uh, recovery. We might have uh, safety, but we are unable to realize them. So we also are uh, facing uh, a complete absence of uh, the information on uh, the credi the credibility of uh, of uh, the, the, the 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 companies. So we we have sometimes uh, challenges to have a, 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 a database to which we can refer to to determine uh, how solvable is uh, the person who's presenting himself in front of us. We also have. Uh, uh, even the difficulties to uh, identify uh, the borrowers. Somebody can come uh, with uh, uh, an ID that is different from uh, the one that he presented to another bank. So we, we face ourselves in a, a challenge to even uh, uh, establish the level of uh, indebtedness of uh, uh, the borrowers. So when, as I was saying, we absolutely need to, 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 to master these sectors uh, so that uh, we can be able to allow the borrowers when they come to have uh, 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 to pay uh, interest that uh, could uh, enable uh, them to go quickly in a phase of a positive uh, uh, performance. So we need uh, all these uh, factors, not only from banks alone, uh, but uh, with the support of the government, uh, the central bank, to be able to really have a plan of development to ensure that the commercial banks play indeed their roles and are able to support different actors in the mining sector and also in every other sector that participate in the economic growth. Well, thank you, Marie. Uh, very interesting. Uh, well, uh, I thank you both, uh, Louis and Marie-Gabrielle, for this uh, discussion, uh, which is uh, full of passion. We are going to close... Uh, this uh, first part, uh, and uh, we are going to uh, be again uh, uh, meet again uh, in a few uh, minutes. Uh, Lord Copat, uh, who is uh, the, the representative of the United Kingdom. Thank you very much.
Hi everyone, I'm sure you'll agree that our opening keynote address has started on an excellent footing and we've already discussed some pertinent and interesting topics in regards to the DRC's investment rating. A big thank you to Louis and Marie-Gabrielle for bringing their insights to our audience. We're taking a short break in our discussion to hear from Lord Poppet, the UK Prime Minister's trade envoy who will provide a valuable addition to our panel and our keynote address. Thank you so much, Lord Poppet, for joining our event and our discussion today. So let's explore a few key areas that I have in mind. Lord Poppet, as a starting point, the growing DRC mining sector offers remarkable trade and investment opportunities for UK businesses with experience in the industry. How are bilateral relationships promoted and incentivized between the two countries? That's a good question. In fact, since um, um, the point since the new leadership um, through the election of President Tshisekedi, uh, there is a strong political will with the UK. Uh, he was here in, in the United Kingdom for the African Investment Summit. He met our Prime Minister Boris Johnson, and we want to take this trade to another level between us and DRC. Hence, Prime Minister Johnson appointed me as a trade envoy to DRC with an aim to boost UK DRC trade and investment. Now, this is a reflection uh, that DRC is an important partner for the United Kingdom post-Brexit. Our ambassadors, for example, uh, and colleagues work uh, closely with the government on various uh, priorities like agriculture, renewable energy, climate, health, and of course, education. Um, and UK has been supporting the government DRC on the improvement of business climate with interventions to making registration of business easy, fast and corruption free. So we are working with the DRC government to improve <coughs> uh, the, 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 the trade, you know, between our two great countries. So we, we are looking forward to this um, new extensive relationship between the two countries. Thank you so much, Lord Poppet. That sounds really fantastic. So tell me, how does the UK assist companies operating or looking at operating in the DRC? Well, UK companies are really global. They operate throughout the world. Uh, it hasn't been as much as we want in DRC. Hence, we are trying to build this new relationship. UK has a technology and expertise and the DRC has a market. Um, DRC has appetite now and we have appetite to invest in DRC as well. And London is one of the main financial centers in the world. In fact, five of the largest eight mining companies are quoted on London Stock Exchange. So we have expertise and know-how in various sectors, including mining equipment, infrastructure, energy for mining, uh, geological service, environmental impact assessment. So DRS is a country with immense potential. Um, it's rich in its people and resources, so something that we can work with DRC um, on a long-term basis. And the DRC offers a large future domestic market too, with a fast-growing middle class. The current population of 90 million is projected to grow to about 120 million in 2030. So you can imagine the size of the population, 120 million customers. Uh, so DRC can do pretty well with UK investment. Um, for the people and, and bring the necessary growth and get people out of poverty. Thank you, Lord Poffert. It's so wonderful to hear how confident the UK is in the DRC's potential, and I hope the rest of the investment world follows suit on what the UK is doing. So tell me, Lord Poffert, what message would you give to businesses looking to do business in the DRC? 
Well, the message is very simple. DRC is a huge market with tremendous potential in every single field, agriculture, mining, um, you know, electricity, solar power. And I'm working with the British Embassy in Kinshasa and UK Department of International Trade on conducting trade missions with DRC in various sectors, as which I just mentioned. I would encourage UK companies to start planning as well as join missions and also to participate in events like DRC Mining Week to gain useful insights that can help to make informed business investment decisions. Um, I'll draft a representation for UK companies to see, to show them, to explain them what DRC potential is. And we're just waiting for this COVID to be over. Hopefully I can bring a delegation of people in, in various sectors. But of course, we want to see that DRC improves in terms of ease of doing business. The World Bank ranking uh, ease of doing business, something that we are working with them, we are supporting them uh, in UK. Uh, but more important, frankly, in fact, what is very important for the UK and for me personally is that we are in the process of recruiting an African mining sector director, which is to gain evidence of strengthening UK government engagement in the mining sector. So this is a key guy who will take our business investment opportunity abroad for UK businesses. Very interesting. You know, um, Lord Poppet, we have heard from our new mining minister this morning, and you have already mentioned that ease of business in the DRC is very important. So what other improvements would you like to see the new mining minister make or look into? Oh, number one, a number of them, actually. He's just obviously in place and, you know, um, we are looking for greater transparency and more level playing field in the sectors. We want to see fair and transparent procurement processes and contracting clearly communicated tax laws and regimes, consistent implementation of the <clears throat> of the law. We want the stability um, and better governance, which are very key, but more responsible and sustainable investments complying with international standards. UK companies, for example, are subject to UK Bribery Act and um, Money Laundering Act and all that. So we've got to make sure that we comply <clears throat> with all the UK legislation when we when UK company decides to invest in DRC. But of course, the new mining minister must look at the regulatory framework, uh, which is something they've got to look at, review it, and it must be very flexible in terms of capital gains tax payable, corporate and tax payable, the number of E of leases, um, and of course, capital allowances as well, which is key for UK investment. But most important is having access to geological uh, reports as to where the potential of mining are in DRC. Sure, Lord Poppet, some great insights and key takeaways on that particular question. I'm sure our, our audience will agree with you or find it very insightful on some of the things that you said. So thank you so much for joining us and uh, giving us that short little break in our keynote address. So without further ado, we are only halfway through our keynote session and I'd like to hand back over to our moderator and our next panelist to continue the conversation. A warm welcome back to Mr. Andre Wameso. He is the Deputy Chief of Staff in the Office of the DRC Presidency, and he is in charge of economic and financial matters. And he is joined by Jean-Christophe Carret, Country Director for the World Bank in the DRC.
So, Excellency, we started uh, the first part uh, of our uh, interviews with uh, Louis Vatum, uh, who is, uh, uh, I believe you know, the chairman of the Chamber of Mines, and uh, Marie Gabrielle. Uh, who is uh, the second in charge uh, of uh, Standard Bank, uh, and we know, we 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 are we we agreed uh, to go from a, 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 a question uh, which is uh, the report of the Fraser Institute. I'm not sure whether you read it, uh, which gives uh, to the DRC uh, a negative uh, uh, ranking for investment. The country. Uh, uh, However, I'm here to confirm uh, as uh, prospered and developed uh, this uh, last two years uh, and uh, seem uh, on a very good uh, trend. Uh, what do you think is the cause of this uh, so not uh, so bad? Listen, uh, I respect uh, uh, Fraser Institute, uh, which uh, is uh, made of uh, eminent economists. Uh, but what I don't understand is uh, their conclusion. And uh, I would like uh, to open a perspective here in line uh, with uh, the last analysis uh, uh, of uh, Standard & Poor uh, uh, concerning our country. You know that uh, right after the period, uh, the beginning uh, of uh, the COVID-19 uh, pandemic, uh, 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 Standard Impose uh, and uh, other annotation agencies uh, evaluated the economic situation, uh, 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 notably of uh, some uh, country of the Sub-Saharan Africa, uh, including uh, DRC. And uh, they already uh, noted uh, uh, correctly that uh, our economy was uh, more resilient than uh, other economies of uh, the region uh, uh, of uh, the sub-Saharan Africa in, in, in relation to the COVID. And I think that uh, it was even manifested because uh, we are one of the scale, the scarce country that has not gone into recession while uh, Africa in general uh, went into recession in 2020. Uh, moreover, uh, Standard & Post uh, made an important uh, remark saying that uh, the economic perspective of the DRC could even uh, be uh, good. I will remind you that uh, this analysis was uh, made, uh, I think, uh, toward the end of uh, the year 2020, while uh, the president uh, was uh, busy looking for a new uh, majority to put in place uh, his political vision for the development of the country. And uh, Standard & Poor's uh, put uh, as a condition the good perspectives uh, of uh, the Congolese economy, uh, uh, in fact, uh, the success of the great political maneuver from the president to stabilize the political framework of the country, which is done. Moreover, they were saying that uh, if the uh, fluctuating movement of uh, uh, primary sources uh, was uh, being seen on the international market was good for DRC, which we are observing. 
And the third condition was uh, that uh, we had to reinstate our relation, our program with uh, the IMF. I think that uh, we are almost there. So therefore, I do not understand the conclusions of uh, the prestigious Canadian Institute uh, Uh, with regard to the agencies of uh, annotation who are also as uh, serious. But uh, we have to look at the facts. The facts uh, are such as uh, uh, in, in favor, in fact, of, uh, of uh, the, 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 the political uh, situation in our country uh, made uh, by His Excellency the President uh, Félix Antoine Tshisekedi, uh, assisting us uh, to uh, 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 an improvement uh, at the level of public finances. We have a government with a clear uh, program which uh, will be uh, targeted on important reforms in order to uh, put the country back on the rail. And we have uh, an important investment uh, uh, as well politic as uh, 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 for the army and the financial to reinstate peace in the East. So I think with uh, this uh, ingredient and with what uh, uh, the DRC represents, we can only go toward a better to tomorrow. Now, I'm going to say it again. I have not really understood what were the the elements that uh, allowed uh, these uh, eminent uh, uh, financiers and economists uh, to come to this conclusion, to which uh, the personalities uh, of uh, those who are in the uh, Fraser Institute think tank uh, uh, reached. Uh, because generally in DRC, when you talk about uh, investment, uh, there is a certain uh, level of hypocrisy. You know, uh, we knew a uh, revolution uh, uh, a digital revolution uh, toward the uh, uh, 1990s uh, and the uh, beginning of the year 2000s. Uh, the natural resources that enabled, in fact, uh, that revolution, uh, that digital revolution, were taken from the DRC. But uh, during that very same period, they were saying that uh, the DRC was a country where you were absolutely not, you did not have to invest. But uh, uh, As a paradox, all the industry of the all the digital industry was drawing the primary resources from the DRC because the DRC is the country where there is the most resources for that industry. What do I want to say uh, here? Because at the same time they are saying that you cannot invest in DRC for reasons X or Y, but in reality they are investing. But how are they investing? They are investing through uh, buying titles of uh, multinationals uh, which are operating in DRC. And I am certain that uh, the eminences that constitute uh, the Fraser Institute have, uh, while saying uh, you cannot invest in DRC, if During the whole month, uh, they have a fund of pension uh, to uh, secure the days. From somewhere, there is money that is coming from the, 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 the wallet, which is invested in commodities or industries, uh, mining industries, uh, such as Glencore, Hivanoe, Barrick Gold. And uh, those investments, they come in DRC. 
So there is a complete contradiction themselves in, in line with what they are saying uh, in, regarding DRC and what happens in reality. So therefore, my, that is my answer. Well, uh, I am not far uh, from uh, sharing uh, the entirety of what you're saying. Uh, I will be uh, hard uh, at the same time uh, for them uh, and uh, for the Congolese government. Uh, if you want, uh, it is in fact, uh, it was in fact a, a, a starting point for us uh, going from uh, these conclusions uh, from Fraser. If you want, uh, these conclusions uh, are coming from a report that is completely biased because uh, they only had uh, about two or three responses maximum from the DRC. So you cannot run an, a study with uh, three answers. That is the first thing. But uh, then again, uh, uh, the, the if, if if I have the impression that. Uh, all the time, uh, DRC uh, waited to be uh, attacked. It has been the case always to react. And I think that uh, you have uh, uh, the government, the presidency, you have uh, a, a real deficit of communication. Do you confirm that? Uh, uh, because uh, you have just taken the, the, the reins. You're not responsible of what's happened before. But uh, do you confirm that? Uh, are you, do you agree with me on communication? Uh, in fact, uh, in 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 the name of the continuity of the state, uh, I will I will take uh, the responsibility of my my, my the, the, those who were there before me, and I am fully uh, in agreement with you in that regard. And uh, it is not only a problem of communication; it is the fact that DRC have a, a huge challenge to sell itself, to sell uh, its uh, successes, uh, its achievements, uh, uh, its potential, uh, its touristic potential, uh, so that we don't only talk about mines. And it is true that uh, we have a real issue and we need to work on it uh, uh, deeply. And that is something else, uh, meaning that uh, there was, uh, first uh, of all, uh, the, pri the priority, which was uh, to, uh, assure, to, to, to make sure that uh, the vision, uh, the political vision of the head of state had to be fully uh, applied and uh, you know very well that uh, we have had the two first years of his mandate where the coalition with uh, his uh, former political partner was very difficult so the priority was that it was to retrieve a majority which was in line with the vision of the president to transform the DRC and I believe that one of the true work sites is to communicate and to communicate on the the uh, fabulous opportunities that exist in the DRC. I share your, your opinion, 100%. I would love uh, uh, to be happy to be your, 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 your communicator. Let's come back to the priorities of the presidency. You told us that uh, with this new government, uh, how, uh, what are your priorities? Uh, first question. And uh, what is the place of the mining sector in that uh, program? In fact, uh, the priorities, uh, I don't want to come back uh, on that because uh, there was already, at the time of the, invest, uh, of the establishment of the government uh, in the speech, uh, uh, the, they, they, they spoke longly on the priorities of the government. Uh, but uh, I would like to come back on uh, 
the vision, the political vision of the head of state. And I'm going to say a few words on the priorities. I would like to remind you that uh, the President of the Republic wants to put uh, the Congolese men at the center of uh, his actions, uh, at the center of the development of the country. And for that, uh, the Congolese men has... There must be a foundation that enables the Congolese man to give the maximum of his potential. And uh, that foundation is peace, is security, it is the good governance, uh, fight against corruption. It is to put in place, to transform the, the, the Congolese society, uh, to make it uh, digital and to promote uh, strongly uh, the the, the digital, uh, uh, that is why in the new government uh, there is a whole ministry consecrated to uh, the digital uh, in industry. And then there is uh, the uh, preservation of the environment, uh, the ecological uh, challenges to be respected, and uh, so that the economic development may be done uh, in a sustainable way. And uh, it is based on this uh, that uh, the Congolese man will be himself uh, the actor of his own growth, of the economic growth of his country. And it is that growth that, uh, that uh, in the future we will have uh, to distribute uh, in a... In an, in a in an equitable way, and that is what what is called uh, the, the 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 solidarity that needs to be organized. So that is the vision of the president, and for that, I think uh, there are nine uh, main priorities of the government. Uh, I am not going to mention all of them, but uh, we, in fact, uh, the the main Congolese being uh, in the center must be able. In fact. Uh, uh, it must uh, come back uh, uh, to the soil instead of the, the, the underground. We speak very little about agriculture in the DRC. There has to be, you are talking about uh, uh, energy issues. So we need energy to be able to transform uh, this economy, to reassure access to water, uh, assure... Uh, access to uh, housing, uh, obviously for this uh, Congolese uh, to be uh, uh, an actor full of his uh, development, he must be educated. Uh, so you see with uh, the gratuity uh, uh, of uh, education, which is a priority for the president of the, the, the Republic, uh, there is also uh, health uh, with... Uh, uh, the universal half that need to be uh, deployed for a certain category of our population. So these are uh, a little bit, uh, of course, uh, there is uh, uh, the, the, the clearance, uh, the clearing uh, of uh, public finances and uh, uh, fiscal reforms that we need to put in place. So these are prior the priorities of the government. But in fact, uh, it is to respond to the initial vision that I described to you, which is the political vision of the uh, head of state. I'm going to uh, to to, to uh, interrupt you. I've got no worries. Uh, this vision is uh, amazing. Uh, there's nothing to say about that. Uh, but uh, you know that uh, uh, in two years uh, there are elections, and beyond those elections, uh, I have the impression that the uh, Congolese uh, and uh, they we are talking about the Congolese men. Uh, I am uh, 
using your word, the Congolese man is tired of waiting. I'll give you a precise example. I am uh, in a very uh, pro prime uh, area of uh, Lubumbashi and uh, I am uh, interrupted every day. I don't have water, I don't have electricity and I am part of uh, the most uh, fortunate. If you want, uh, since three years, I have not seen anything. I haven't seen the beginning of the of a solution. I have not seen the beginning of a, of a start of a solution. Snell is still a, 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 a catastrophe. I think that the Congolese man to be educated, to have uh, that uh, drive, to create a company, but uh, the beginning of the start is water, electricity. Let's not even talking about telecom. Can you? Do you think uh, to be really able to bring uh, not a beginning of a, a solution, but uh, a, a solution in the years to come? I am telling, uh, excuse me, I am telling you this because I have uh, an experience of other African countries where at a certain time, people said, and a lot of African countries said, uh, the state cannot make our electrical company function. You talk about education and the Congolese men, the state have functions such as security, which, has, which are hyper important for the populations of the East, and they privatized all this portfolio in order to better improve, for the state to improve its functions. And I don't fear that willingness at the level of the presidency and the government. Uh, I do not want to come back to what I said just now uh, on uh, the mobilization, uh, which uh, the, 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 the heinousy that uh, uh, characterized uh, the first years of the mandate of the president, uh, Felix Chisakadechinombo, we already explained uh, uh, those uh, reasons, but I, I agree with you. We need to start by things that the population the Congolese that sees directly. And one of the things, in fact, is, is electricity and, it, and water. To speak about electricity, you know very well that it is a sector that has been uh, uh, opened. The president, uh, so that uh, I don't go, not to go into project of uh, 30 years, 40 years, uh, you see, you talk about a uh, great Inga, it is true, the potential is huge, uh, and uh, we need to think about it. But the president asked that uh, there, there are priorities that can be done uh, uh, with our partners, and I think that uh, Mr. Jean-Christophe Carré from the World Bank can testify about that, uh, and at the level of private investment, I'm saying private, to direct uh, oneself uh, toward uh, uh, proximity production with uh, micro-hydro uh, plant. Uh, uh, you want to talk about uh, micro-hydro plant, uh, looking at the size of the country, uh, that is uh, not necessary uh, thanks to technology to have a huge uh, network. Uh, of course, uh, we need electricity, uh, proximity uh, electricity. Yes, the idea is to have a proximity uh, hydro plant uh, and to go toward uh, what is uh, possible, what the nature has offered us. We have uh, solar, we have uh, 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 rivers almost everywhere. We can use uh, hydro uh, powers, uh, we can use uh, solar energy, we can use uh, uh, photovoltaic uh, energy and all that uh, is possible and all that we, is going to be implemented very quickly. It is part of the priorities of the government uh, and also 
a lot of uh, investment uh, on uh, the access to uh, potable water for our populations and uh, in uh, rural uh, areas. And I think uh, I am taking uh, an appointment with you for next year. And uh, we will talk again if we are still uh, in uh, uh, running on the same place so, uh, as uh, the two years uh, of, of the two first years of the presidency uh, were characterized or if we are in the new uh, era. I take note of that and I thank you, but I'm coming back because if you want, uh, we are suffering from that uh, every day. Uh, maybe you also in some areas. Uh, If you don't have a power generator in some areas, you cannot work. Why not to talk about, uh, uh, in line with this uh, willingness that you have, uh, which uh, seems very interesting to me, to go as far as uh, to privatize Snail. I'm going to explain to you, it's uh, unbelievable to see this uh, uh, company that belongs to the portfolio of the state. Uh, you have the, the head uh, on top of the pyramid. Here, I'm going to be very concrete. Uh, When you see uh, somebody uh, climbing on a, on a pillar, you don't know if uh, he is a worker of snare or if he is a thief of cables. So this company, unfortunately, is not able to supply for its uh, company. Uh, it is the base. It's not that the snare don't have any income to, to give uh, uh, security safety shoes and, uh, and the proper gear. That is shocking. And I had an African country around us uh, have resolved this problem long time ago. You see, because uh, beyond production, uh, we are talking about uh, uh, fifth of uh, electricity and uh, proper current. Uh, and uh, I think uh, the privatization uh, of uh, snare uh, is something that will enable to resolve this problem. I think that uh, we can talk about privatization. Uh, yes, it is uh, a way, but uh, I believe more in, uh, in, in, in the completion of the reform of uh, the electricity domain. Because we have a problem, which is uh, we accepted to open the production of electricity, which creates eff effectively uh, uh, a... a which uh, will enable to have uh, a much uh, uh, greater electrical production in the country. But uh, then after, there is transmission and there is distribution, which are still in the hand of snail. And that is where we need to uh, anticipate the problem that you are describing. Exactly. But uh, I think that uh, snail instead of uh, privatizing it uh, simply if we complete uh, the reform at the level of uh, trans transmission and uh, distribution we are going to create a competition i believe more in the virtues of uh, a competition than uh, privatization because if you privatize and uh, you recreate uh, uh, monopolies or oligopolies you don't resolve the problem while if you enable other actors to be able to intervene to bringing true solutions to the population, then uh, that is a competition that is going to resolve the problem because the population is going to subscribe to the one who offers him the best service. And I think that is the best way that I would encourage uh, rather than uh, to privatize uh, just, just like that of snare.
However, that is a, a piece also that needs to be studied. Well, uh, thank you. I see that uh, time is flying very fast. Uh, 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 in line with your, your, your term and your current responsibilities, uh, can you also give us a uh, day also we want to remain uh, uh, practical? Uh, I was talking about Snell because uh, it interests everybody uh, from uh, the small... Uh, Uh, from the small uh, society uh, company which uh, is uh, doing printing uh, to the biggest mining uh, companies. So it's something that is fundamental in the DRC, I think. So for the rest, uh, in line with uh, the challenges uh, and uh, this uh, need uh, to bring in a new investment uh, in the sector, especially in the mining sector, but uh, the rest, uh, because you were talking about uh, the soil with uh, reason, what would be your, tell us uh, your five uh, way priority uh, uh, leads, and uh, they, I'm talking about uh, you next to the head of state uh, that you, you will or you could follow uh, on a daily basis in order to uh, move things forward. Well, uh, to get to five, to get to, get to five, uh, I think that uh, it would be... Uh, Uh, I'm going to talk to you about what is priority according to me. It's first of all, and I think that the head of state uh, uh, have uh, launched that uh, very strongly at the level of the opinion in his uh, speech, uh, in his vision and in the fact. It's the good governance to hammer on that and uh, sanction all the, 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 the trespasses fight against corruption in a very uh, uh in a very strong way go further in the reform of uh, the justice you know the head of state himself say that uh, he started a huge uh, work work site but he's not fully satisfied you know that we need to have a justice system which uh, uh put all the stakeholders in trust, which gains the trust of all the stakeholders, especially when it comes to private property. When you have a document given by the state, that document must preserve you from any other processes. So therefore, that field of justice, the reforms at the level of the lands affairs, And I think that uh, the Minister of uh, uh, Lands Affairs, Mr. Molendo Sakombi, is uh, doing a true, uh, very good work. Uh, they also, the digitalization of uh, 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 land uh, documents, uh, uh, true reform uh, transactions that uh, need to be uh, uh, banked for, uh, uh, through going through the bank for all operations uh, in the property industry. I'm telling you about other things that we don't talk about a lot. It's the tax reforms. We have to have a tax reform that is efficient, in a way that uh, will allow to any op economic operator who is already in the DRC and him who coming from outside to have a clear reading on the tax uh, field in the DRC and not to have uh, uh, 10,000 taxes and uh, harassment left and right. So we have a very, to have a very clear tax reform and I'm going to surprise you. As far as for what happened, Uh, before, 
or to propose a, a tax amnesty in order to return all the uh, counters uh, at zero. And I think that with everything that I just described you, of course, uh, the clearing of public finance as well, with that, uh, I think that uh, we can return, uh, uh, regain the trust. I'm going to surprise you, first of all, before I talk about the investors who are outside and who should come. I, I would like to, to say that we first have to give back the trust to the investors who are in the DRC. Or those who want to invest and are already here in Congo and who stay, still stay because of the formal uh, framework is uh, uh, gray. Uh, it is... Uh, there is uh, uh, no appeal to formalize uh, activities if uh, we put in place uh, reforms that uh, lead all that economy, uh, that Congolese economy in the informal sector to bring it back uh, to the formal sector. We will have already, with everything that I've described here, uh, we will have made a huge step. And uh, when those who are in the DRC will say things are working well, of course, uh, those who are not yet here will uh, uh, run uh, to, to, to get here and not uh, to give uh, negative, uh, 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 negative things to the Fraser Institute. Uh, oh, you know, they, you yourself has answered to the concern. I think uh, that is more uh, uh, a shortage of communication from our side. Uh, uh, there is always that perception. And in fact, uh, the DRC has uh, 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 exacerbated uh, uh, its powers, but uh, it's uh, generally Africa that uh, suffers uh, from that uh, uh, external perception uh, where they say it's a continent, uh, a continent that is difficult and so on and so forth. But I think that we have to carry out... Uh, uh, serious work uh, at the level of the Democratic Republic of Congo and beyond that uh, it is a work uh, that uh, needs to be seriously carried out uh, uh, at the level of Africa and I think everybody knows it, everybody says it uh, it is the last uh, economic frontier there will not be choice uh, uh, all these investors uh, uh, will have to come in a formal way in Africa in the years to come uh, listen uh, I would love uh, to have a thousand other questions to ask you, but uh, we are uh, uh, limited by time. I would like to thank you for your contribution, for your uh, uh, frankness. Uh, I think that I uh, will have uh, uh, to speak again, uh, uh, and uh, I thank you again uh, for this uh, contribution. Uh, I am the one that thank you. Thank you to all our panelists and speakers for their input in this discussion. A great thanks to Standard Bank in particular, the sponsor of today's session, and thanks to our audience as well for staying with us. Note that the session will stay on the platform if you wish to re-watch it or share it with your networks. Our next session for the day will be a session in French, happening here on this platform at 1200 GMT, or roughly 30 minutes from now, and it's titled Technologies and solutions making a difference in the DRC future-proof your mine operations with innovative solutions. This is the translated title, obviously, and if, like me, you do not speak French, 
please join us tomorrow at the same time, 10 hundred hours GMT for an exciting session on transparency called Fitting into a New World, Transparency Takes Center Stage, where we will cover strategies put in place to curb illegal mining activities, lessen the impact on the environment and help the country achieve its sustainability goals, notably through formalization of artisanal mining activities. This discussion promises to be fascinating and I look forward to seeing you there. In the meantime, as I mentioned earlier, I invite you to visit our exhibitors' profiles and to keep the conversation going on the group discussion tab, where the community meets to discuss various topics relating to DRC mining and more. Cheers for now.